0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, just a little reminder that if you enjoy Probably True, you can bung me a couple of quid at patreon.com forward slash probably true. Or if you see me in the street, just hand me money. That's fine too. You're listening to the award-winning Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I like to think I'm romantic. And not in that, sometimes I let a random grinder shag stay over, kind of a way. Because one, if I'm letting a guy stay over, it's because the sex was good and I think I'll be horny again in the morning. And, you know, going through the whole grinder faff again takes too long. And B, letting a random guy stay over is a great way to learn how to hate someone you've only just met. Because I don't know if everyone but me twitches or squirms or snores or grinds their teeth or talks or whatever, but I rarely get a good night's sleep when I'm next to another person. It's great when you're after some angry morning sex, I guess. I remember one guy saying, Oh, that was so hot. I loved it when you got really rough. And I was like, yeah, I thought you might like that. But what I meant was, at that point, I was just trying to hurt you. Please leave. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, romance. (laughs) Yeah, I like to think I'm a bit of a romantic, which, I admit, after that last little story probably doesn't seem very likely. But I'm more of a non-conformist romantic. I'm not really the flowers and expensive gifts type. That always seems like you're trying a bit to buy someone's affections, and that's not really the point. I've covered this in a previous podcast. If you're having to buy their affections, then it's just prostitution. Anyway, once I went on a first, well, an only date with this guy, and he turned up with a gift for me. It was a bit awkward. I mean, it was just a tea teabag sellotaped to a bar of chocolate. I saw you liked green tea and chocolate on your Twitter, so I thought this would be appropriate. Which was sweet, I guess. Although it seemed a little bit stalkerish to bring someone you've never met things that you already know they like because you've been through their Twitter. Although at least it wasn't a condom and some antibiotics, so he obviously hadn't scrolled that far. It's my own fault for not tweeting about large bags of money, I guess. But what really annoyed me about this gift was that he'd salitate them together. What was the point of that? Why bring me a tea bag if you're going to make it waterproof? I'm all about function when it comes to presents. I don't give useless presents if I can help it. Oh, I know you need a new engine part for your car, so I got you some ice skates. <laughs> if you're going to buy someone a present, it should be something that they can enjoy and get use out of. Otherwise, all you're saying is, I am giving you a present. Look at how giving I am. Giving someone something because it pleases you is only half the deal. It's like sex. When I give someone something, either a present or my penis, I like them to enjoy receiving it as much as I enjoy giving it. In fact, I'll enjoy giving it a lot more if I know that they're enjoying it. Ugh, I got distracted, haven't I? Romance. Right. Yeah, it's not just buying presents. That's Hollywood. All those roses and chocolates and stuff. That's not romance. That's just commercialism and doing stuff because it's expected of you. No one's ever bought me flowers, but I am very okay with that. I mean, I don't know how I'd react. Why is giving someone flowers considered a good thing? Hello, I find you very attractive, so I have killed a plant. Let us put it in some water and watch it slowly die. You know, at least bring me a living plant. That way, when we've worked out that we are in no way compatible, there'll be a plant for me to torture for a while instead of some wilted brown metaphor for our entire relationship. Even stuff like lighting a candle and putting Barry White's greatest hits on Spotify while you bang. Is that romantic? It just seems really cheesy. Besides which, it's not a good idea to have a flame anywhere near a bottle of poppers. Trust me on that one. It's awkward enough having luby handprints up the walls when you're trying to get your deposit back without having to explain to your landlord what happened to the bedroom curtains, too. I'd rather someone be unexpectedly romantic. Like sending me a stupid message that says... I hope your day is as nice as your arse. Or, Don't get hit by a car or anything stupid like that today because I like your face just as it is. Or even, Oh, that guy's hot. If you two fucked, I would totally want to watch. <laughs> to me, that's romantic. Once I went out with a guy and we were going to a bar that was upstairs and he turned to me and said, Do you want me to go first so you can check out my arse? And I damn near fell in love with him right then. If only he'd had money. Anyway, For me, romance isn't big gestures that everyone else can see, like sending flowers to someone while they're at work. It's more thoughtful things just between the two of us. Something that says, I'm thinking of you, and I like that. Please continue to be awesome so I have more things to think about. Maybe it's because I work with words a lot, but there's something about phrasing things in the right way. For example, sometimes, late into the lonely night, I find warmth and joy in thoughts of you is a much nicer thing to say than, while I was in the toilets at work the other day, I knocked out a quick one while I was looking at that dick pic you sent me. I mean, both mean the same thing, but one of them's, you know, got a bit more style to it. That said, it is definitely possible to go too far the other way. I cringe whenever I hear the phrase, making love. No one makes love. You have sex, or you shag, or you fuck, or you bang, or you bone, but you don't make love. It just sounds like you're doing it really slowly and like keeping eye contact the whole time. Ugh. Get all intimate and sweet and romantic and all that fun stuff with whoever you like in the lead up, but when you get down to it, the actual physical act should be raw and energetic and just a little bit animal and. <sighs> anyway. For me, I'm much more likely to be thinking, gosh, I am very much into this person. I can see myself falling for them, maybe even holding their hand in public. And because of that, I want to get nasty. I'm going to make him moan. I'm going to make his eyes roll back in his head and I am really going to annoy his housemates. Because that's how much I fancy him. That's not making love. Oh, I could make love to you all night. Well, yeah, probably. Because we'd just be soaring in and out. it would be doing nothing for me while you stare at me. Ugh. Instead, give me half an hour to ruin your bedsheets and scare your neighbours and I'll still be crushing on you just as much with the added bonus that neither of us will be able to walk straight in the morning. That's romantic. Or even just waking up in the morning and finding out he's made me a coffee or some toast. That's pretty romantic in my book. Anything more than, oh, are you still here? I thought you'd have left by now, is a winner. A guy actually said that to me once, after holding on to me all night so I couldn't have left even if I wanted to. You know, even, hey, wake up, sleepyhead. Come on, wake up, your Uber's here. Get the fuck out. It's pretty sweet in my book. I mean, he's just paid for a ride home, which is more than I'd ever do. I just point him vaguely at the bus stop and then tell him to check Google Maps if they get lost. And you know, if he woke me up with a bacon sandwich, I would suck his dick so hard he would choke on his own eyeballs. This was Probably True, the award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the award-winning Scott Flashheart. If you like what you've heard, you can share it with your friends, leave a positive iTunes review, and sign up at probablytruepodcast.com. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as unlikely lad. Come at me, bro. Hold up.